Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, press one. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with... Good morning, TNT. It is Wednesday. We're here a little later than we wanted to be. We actually tried to connect up earlier, but as we can see, Ray was having a little bit of difficulty. But two things I want to do before we get started. Uh, continue to say thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody for birthday gifts because I still got some more in the mail yesterday. And I really appreciate it. And to let you guys know that uh, Ray's birthday is May the 19th. You didn't even know I was going to say this, but anyway. His birthday is May the 19th, and I'm actually going to be at his house the next day. So anybody in North Carolina want to throw a surprise party for Ray, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's get this party started. <laughs> right. uh, what's going on? Anything good? No, nothing went out, but I got to go and get this serious note in. Oh, okay, what's going on? Yeah, we're getting a lot of complainers in the chat room on each call. And so you guys that don't like what's going on, uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you now to just quit and leave save me the trouble of having to go and delete you and ban you. So that's your warning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Something must have happened this morning. I know. Anyway. Um, okay, guys. Good news and good news. And good news is they're still trying to get something done. The framework is still making announcements how they're doing stuff behind closed doors, but they're still publicly trying to say they're there for the people, that everything should be done so the people could quit suffering, so the people could enjoy life and everything else, Uh, trying to make themselves look good, but they say they're negotiating and they're willing to give up some things. Sadar still isn't talking to them, even though they say some of Sadar's people are. Sadar did put out a statement, though, saying he would not allow the corruption, the abuse, or the smuggling of the people's money. 
that is not going to happen. So he's continuing to stay in that vein that he is not going to allow it at this time. Uh, Maliki and the framework are complaining about the fact that Sadar is trying to take the most powerful group, which is the Shiites, them together and make them the weakest group and give them the less authority. So it's still a bit of back and forth, but they're thinking it could be resolved before the 40 days is up, which is the good part. Uh, Al Kazini is asking the parliament to submit the 22 budget to the government now. He's also asking to come and approve a new um, food law that incorporates some of the projects from the budget, even though it doesn't replace the budget. So they put two options out there to move forward. And they're saying they're going to vote on them during the next session, which we don't know when the next session is, but it's before the 40 days. So they're going to vote to see if they submit the budget law or just do the new, uh, I mean the budget, or do the food law which incorporates some of the budget items in it. One doesn't replace the other, but he did say they could vote and pass both. There's a possibility. And those numbers would then go back into the budget. So again, we could see all of this happen before the 40 days is up. Simply because Parliament is stating that they're going to continue doing their job voting on the laws and things that need to be done. And that's what everybody wants to see. That's what CBI wants to see. There's still a functioning government. Now, oil is back to 107. Could be going back in the other direction. They're talking about changing the number to $75. Again, submitting it. And you have both sides of the coin. One legal scholar says they can do it. Another one says, no, you can't. It's beyond constitution. And we'll see what happens when they take the vote. Some people are saying, what constitution? We have one, but you guys don't follow it anyway. So what difference does that make? There's no law uh, enforcing it, even though it's there. We know that. Uh, They're putting things out to remind people what it was like when Saddam was in charge because they want to know how much they've grown. They put out the U.S. invasion, did one thing or two. It freed the people up so they had freedom of speech. It gave them constitutional laws or democracy that they say is not working, because the laws they wrote the Constitution aren't being enforced. So there is no real democracy. It's another form of dictatorship is what's going on. But that's in writing. It's for the people to look and see and get frustrated with and say, yep, you're right. So the American experiment didn't work. The democracy didn't grow like they thought it was. The laws and things didn't come out as fast as they thought it was. So what do we do now? And are the people going to stand for it? 
I got to say, uh, the other thing that, that that's out there is Sadar can just bide his time, which we talked about in the last call. At the end of 40 days, everybody's starting to agree that Al-Kazimi should stay in position. So we know everybody's going that way. Whatever else they're going to give up to make this happen, we don't know. But, again, at that time, he has the option to go in and take a vote on the ministers. And that's why I think they're going to give him what he wants before he replaces them all. Even if he does walk, and if it gets to that point, there is going to be a bit of chaos. We know that. Iran, Maliki, everybody, they're saying that the government won't last six months if it ends up being his way. It won't last six months, but we'll see what happens. We just want it to happen, do the RV, let the money flow, and then see what direction it goes. So if we're looking at anything new, Iran is thinking some of the sanctions are going to be uh, removed. They think they're going to get $70 billion released by the U.S. in the next couple of days, is what it says in the next week which could change everything as far as them trying to push Iraq in one way or the other, if they can get $70 billion overnight. But on the negative side, there's articles out today from, I think it's from Britain, I can't remember, saying that Russia is receiving military equipment from Iraq through Iran. Now, how this is happening is all the military equipment we gave Iraq in the training, the militia has some of it, most of it, because they were uh, part of the Iraqi army. Well, now supposedly they're taking their heavy equipment that they're saying they no longer need to fight ISIS smuggling it to Iran, who is then shipping it to Russia. Now, Iran and Russia both laughing at this, saying, you know, it doesn't even make any sense. It's funny. As powerful as the Russian army is, why would they need Iran to send them missiles and missile launchers and everything else? So take it for what it's worth. But I don't think people just make up stories like that. They had to come from somewhere. And we see that Russia's aggression against Ukraine isn't quite coming out the way they thought it would. And the difference is we let Russia run over Crimea, I would pronounce it, during the last Ukrainian invasion. We did absolutely nothing. Sent them some money. This time, not only us, but other countries are all supporting them, sending them military equipment services to fight back, sending them money, sending them support. So it's a little bit different than what he thought it was going to be uh, on his own, so he may in fact be needing some help, because they're getting a lot of help. So it's different. All right, Ray, let's get started. I don't know what you're doing back there. Okay, you ready? Sound like Dan in the barn room. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Roger Dan says, 
those government officials that left the country for fear of prosecution, are they safe or will the powers that be go after them and the money they stole? Uh, they're going to go after them, but they left to make it harder. They didn't know what the laws were, rules were, or anything else, which reminds me of something. Um, supposedly, all the money that those guys put in Lebanon is gone. And the Iraqi government is telling them, don't even try to go after it. Don't even try to go after it. It is gone as far as you're concerned when Lebanon um, claimed bankruptcy. But if they try to go after it in shape, form, or fashion, I guess it's going to be an easier trail to them. So they're telling them not. Also, there's a scam going on in Iraq itself where they're telling people they have new Lebanese money. And the government, CBI, put out a warning against it, put out articles saying that it's a scam, it's fraud, telling people they're going to come after them, they find out who's doing it. But more importantly, to warn the gullible citizens, because they're saying it's already affecting some of the citizens who think it's good money and they're using it. But uh, no, they were already identifying who had those bank accounts anyway. It was going to be a process, and we don't know what it is. But not just with Lebanon, with the other countries, too, they're saying there are agreements in place, even though it's going to take time. But they are going to be able to get that money back. All right, what's next? Uh, continuing, says, I know the pro-Iranian ministers are currently fighting desperately to remain in power to avoid prosecution. But if there is an RV, won't that benefit Iran financially and cause them to be more self-reliant? They are included. If all the sanctions are removed, yes. We don't care how much their money is worth. It can be worth $10 to the U.S. dollar. But if nobody will take it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. So they need more than the RV. They need the sanctions to be moved with the RV to be worth anything. If not, they would still have to rely on Iraq as their only source of income. So, no, the RV does not solve Iran's problems in itself. Okay. TP40 says, I read an article that Tish brought in about contracts being done for new roads and things in Iraq. Doesn't the dinar need to be revalued before any foreign contracts can be done? Before any foreign contracts can take place. They already have contracts. Now, they said they wanted to get some new ones to do the um, circle around Baghdad. I forgot what they were called. Anyway, they give them 40% more access. And Al-Kazimi says he wants it completed by foreign countries. That's who he wants the contracts to go to. Now, some of that money would be in this new food law that he's saying, because it's not just about food. It says food, some uh projects that are in the budget. If that law is passed and that money is moved over from the surplus, it's already in the budget to do these projects, but it can't go without a budget which has the RV in it. So it's all kind of a catch-22. Now, if they do that new food law, 
and they release the funds that way, which they're trying to do to circumvent the budget, and the rate actually changes, then it goes in effect. But that's what he's trying to do at this point. Okay, what's next? Live callers, 754, area code, Wow, I wasn't expecting it so quickly. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. Marjan Lady from another nice day in South Florida. Um, good morning. Good morning to you, too, and good afternoon to you, Ray. Um, yes. Your comment about a party for Ray, if you're both willing to come to South Florida, I'm willing to throw you a birthday party, Ray. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it will be a hell of a party. So you've got until May 19th to make a decision. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, as far as my question goes, Tish put out two articles today, extremely confusing. One article was that it could take four more years. They, the caretaker government can't do it. They can't come to agreements, all this stuff. The next article was that, yes, they could. They don't need a government. They don't need the parliament. Kazemi could go forward with it. I don't know if you, either one of you or both of you, have read the two articles that she put out. But if so, can you please put some spin on it as to what is right, what is just nonsense being put out to confuse us. Let me just bring Tish on the call. Let me see what she's doing. No, I'm just joking. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> it is two good options, though. They're saying that uh, if they don't have a government, if they dissolve parliament, all right, if even with the ministers, that it could go another four years before they have a legitimate budget because nobody knows the real rules. Uh, there is, if there is no parliament, there's nobody to submit the budget to. Now, that's their opinion in that article. The other one out there is very simple. They're saying that the caretaker government can submit the budget to parliament right now and that it could be approved. Or they could submit it to the ministers if that if Al Kazimi or Sadar get gets what he wants. So if they went within the constitution as it is and they waited for a legitimate government, well I don't know if it would take four more years. It would take until they set up the election again, re-voted, and implemented another government. But if they're going to do what do that this time, there's nothing saying they couldn't do that forever. So somebody's going to have to stop and vote and change laws like they said they're going to do and make sure this never happens again. The more likely scenario, the more likely scenario is for parliament to vote in the next session, whenever it is, to let the caretaker government submit the budget. That's the more likely. 
so a budget can get started, and then either the rate can change in that budget, or then CBI can change the rate. Now, why is that the more likely scenario is what you want to ask? Right. Because they have a surplus of money right now, and they're just holding it, holding it, holding it, waiting for something to happen, and the people are starving. They're getting broker by the day, but they're also getting madder by the day. (laughs) They know they're not going to let that scenario go on for another four years, much less another four months. It's about to be summer. It's about to be 130 degrees. They're going to be hungry and food, water, and gas is still going up. Or the price of oil is still going up. And there's going to be a breakthrough. So they know they have to do something. And they're going to do something. And they're trying to make agreements in the back rooms where not only is everybody look like they came out of winter, but the framework you know, 100, 200 don't get hung on Monday or jail for the rest of their life or put into a firing squad, however you want to look at it, because that's what their real fight is about. Okay. So and while the articles as... are out there, I think we'll see it sooner rather than later. Go ahead. All right. Um, as far as this um, food law and what's in that, That is part of the 2022 budget. So are they able to pull pieces out of that budget to do but not complete the budget? They can just pull out pieces and do it without it going to Parliament for approval? That's what they're trying to do. They're going to vote on that the next session to see if they can even do it. And if they do, they vote on it and it passed, then yes. All of this is outside the Constitution because it wasn't supposed to work this way. So now they're just making up BS trying to get it done. So can they do it because this is the first time they even attempted to do it. But they're trying to circumvent the budget and and, and, and their regular way of doing it by coming up with a new law, the food service law which will have this money in it allocated to do these projects and the ration card and food and change things for the people. Same thing the budget was going to cover anyway. Good. Okay. Um, One other thing, um, and this is for the people on the call. Um, In where I live in Broward County, Florida, the money exchanges do not have dollars. Uh, most of them say they're not getting any more. Some say they're trying to get. My friend tried to buy some and has not been able to buy any. So if anybody out there knows any place in South Florida that has done, um, I'd like them to let you know, and then Ray can put it out in a tweet. But right now it isn't available. Um, do you think that they're trying to say something with that because some of the exchange centers where I have been able to buy it for people have said we are not, we're not getting any more in, period. So do you think that is any indication that we could be seeing this soon or is it just no dong around? Well, 
they were doing it as they got ready to do the exchanges, so nobody got caught in it. There's got to be plenty of dunk because Vietnam is still around. They're still producing currency. Right. We haven't bought it all up. They're still got to be doing exchanges somewhere, if not in the airports and countries. So for them to say there isn't any, it would be saying their country doesn't print currency anymore. No, they said they're not getting it anymore. They didn't say there isn't any. They said they're just not getting it anymore. Uh, everything was sold out on Monday, I assume after the call, um, and most of them are not getting it back in. One said they may have it this weekend, but the rest of them said no. So that's the only reason why I'm wondering if they're holding back because we're so close to this happening. I don't know. It might be their inventory, but I'm not hearing anything from the banks, guys. They're not being told this is getting ready to go, it's close to go, because they don't know. The Treasury, they don't know, because they don't know what these guys are going to do and when. The only firm date we have right now is after the 40 days are up, then we're going to look and see where we're at. Other than that, people are just out there, other groups sending you a line of BS, because it's not happening until we hear an announcement one way or the other. So, I, mean, I don't know that anything... Okay, is there anything... Is there anything coming out of the people of Iraq um, now? Are they... That it's Ramadan? Are they getting frustrated? Are they vocalizing anything? Are they back on the streets? Are they doing anything? Because it is coming to summer and it is going to be extremely hot and they do need this to happen because their lives are in you know peril with no water no electricity no air conditioning no food so how are they reacting to these constant delays they've had two small groups have a little uprising or they blocked off the uh, access to one of the oil refineries and they're protesting with the rise in prices. Two small groups. You guys got to remember, this is April 11th. Back in February, they were building all across the country for the Million Man March, supposed to take place in March. And they didn't do it because things looked like they were happening. They still haven't done it, and they haven't even set a date or planning the Million Man March anymore. It's just small groups of people right now. When we start hearing about that million man march again, that million man protest, that that's when we know the people are really getting upset when they start organizing that once again. So they know they have a little bit of time, but they don't have another year, another four years to get this done. There's no way that's going to happen. Okay. My last question is for both of you. Since Friday is Good Friday and also the start of Passover, are you going to have a call or you haven't decided yet? Good Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday's not a holiday. I thought it was Good Friday on Friday. I'm Jewish, so I just I think thought it was it is, but both holidays a, were coming out, it home, so it's not a holiday. Yeah, it is Good Friday. And it's good because we're going to make it good. But anyway, 
It's not a holiday. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'm busy cooking for the next three days, but I will be on Friday's call. No Marjong this week. And thank you both for everything. And um, we'll see what happens Friday. Well, I want to know how you invite me to raise the prize birthday party, but yeah. not invite me to dinner. I'm not sure. I can You're welcome that to one. come. I don't know if you like Jewish food, but you're welcome to come. <laughs> well, to your surprise and other people's friends, I have Jewish friends, and I will eat Jewish food. So, anyway. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm One of my best so friends. You're welcome. Yes, he is Jewish. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank uh, wait, you. Wait, wait. Have a good rest. Hold on. Yes, what? I guess yes. that's your doorbell. But just saying, Florida Currency Exchange in the malls has all the dung that you want. Somebody from Florida right. send that to me right now. All right. I know the mall here does it. They do not have oh. it out at Sawgrass Mall. Definitely not. Went out there, no okay. dung. So it depends on what mall uh, we're in Florida. <laughs> I'm in South Florida, Southeast Florida. Maybe North Florida has it, but not anywhere near where I am. So if anybody from okay. South Florida can find a place that has it, I'd love to know. And thank you again, and I'll turn it over to the next caller. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, thank you. 512, Eric Code, you're on. Well, hello, guys. How are you today? All right. Good morning. Have you the sir to the nth degree and yourself. Super fantastic, but a little confused by some of the things that Tony's been sharing. Tony, based on what you explained to Southside Florida caller a few minutes ago and all the dates you guys threw out, I don't know, kind of threw a wrench in the whole process based on a statement you made Monday. Like when you said this has to be absolutely over by the 15th, I wasn't sure about what the this was you were referring to because really I don't, there doesn't seem to be any absolutes right now in the process that's going on. It just seems like Everything is way up in the air, and there is so much bureaucracy going on that, I don't know, this could linger on and on. But, I don't know, can you kind of refer back to what that absolute you referred to on Monday? I don't even know if you recall, you know, throwing that out. It may have been an expression that you were making at the moment, but. I don't either because I'm trying to think, what are you talking about? Because nothing is absolute with Iraq. Nothing. Because they change the rules, change the laws, or just ignore the laws. They set dates and things, but that don't mean it's going to happen. It just means that's the latest date that they set. But I'm trying to think, what is it on the 15th has to absolutely be? Um, so somebody else has listened. Go ahead and send me a text. Because they will. So what is absolute by the 15th? Or what did I say? Because I don't remember that. Is Absolutely. the 15th like the deadline for that 40-day period that you were referring to, maybe? 
I don't know. I may have missed something. That forty day period is May the fifteenth, not April the fifteenth. Yeah, that's what I mean. Over by May fifteenth. I'm sorry if I said April. When you said May fifteenth. The fifteenth, that's in two days. I'm saying what? (laughs) Okay. No, I'm sure nothing is gonna be absolutely done by this. Okay. That doesn't mean the RV has to happen by then. It means the DAR is 40 days will be up, and he is, says he's going to do something at that time. So the period of time is up for the framework to go ahead and do what he said. You go form the government. You do this. If they don't have it done by then, he's going to come back in. And he has another chess move, which is remove the ministers. Oh, because they stay in and let the government go on and be a caretaker government for the next year. If he does that, then they vote what? Set a new date for the, for elections again. Caretaker government goes on. Now we have to decide: can the caretaker government submit the budget, which we already know they can, because that's what they were setting up to do in October. They just didn't submit it before the election came. So we already know they can submit it to Parliament because they were doing it last year. So oh, all okay. this uh, discrepancy and some people saying they can't submit it, then how are they doing it before the election if they can't do it after the election, if there's a Parliament um, in place? They can't. Right. Oh, Okay. No, that was it. I just had written that little statement down, and I thought I may miss some of the details around it, so I just said I would get you to clarify what was the absolute for May 15th, but that was it. That was the only question that okay. I had. I appreciate you guys taking the call. All right, thank Have you. All right, bye. Okay, next up is 360, area code. Well, uh, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. How you doing? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Well, I'm I'm, um, (laughs) I'm good, I I think, as far as I know. But I don't know about... Wait, let's try it again. Hey, Walt, how you doing? Do you know? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Life isn't supposed to be this much fun. But seeing as how it is, might as well enjoy it. I'm thinking, Tony. That's right. If I understood you correctly, you, you in, a, in a very, um, in a very, clever way said that if this doesn't go Maliki's way there's going to be a civil war. Did I understand you right, do you think? Or close? Yeah. That's what he said. Well, and I don't know if there's going to be an actual civil war, but there will be probably terrorists by the militia. Do and I guess my then the real question is: Is the Iraqi army ready to uh, shoulder the load? 
They say they are. That's what Al Kazimi says. What Sadar says. Iraq says, you know, they're kind of like, uh, they say they were trained by the best, which is trained by the West, because they are United States trained. <laughs> I guess we we have we have um, assistance that's within uh, earshot. I would imagine. Well, here's the thing, Walt. Let's think about this for a minute, okay? Um, let's say Maliki loses. Let's say the militia go off. Okay, the people already don't want Iran in their government anymore. They just can't fight the militia. But if the Iraq army comes out to fight the militia, the people fight the militia, Al Kazimi and Kurdistan are both already telling the U.S., we want your forces to stay in here. And if they have to go and fight the militia, then it's going to be totally different. The problem is does the CBI and the rest of the world now look Iraq as a stable country and does the RV go forward? Now, if they can, Maliki can lose, Sadar can win, Al Kazimi can put the ministers in and then announce the RV before all the chaos breaks out, we don't care, right? Everybody got paid, people got money flowing. Iraq has money is flowing, the citizens have food, and then the militia is just doing what they're doing because they're mad or trying to take back control. It all happened after the announcement of the RV. We could all live with that. And then the U.S. can come back in and help them do away with do it. At the same time, if it happened and the U.S. removed the sanctions against Iran, which is going to happen as soon as they come up with an agreement anyway, give them their $70 billion, and they say, we don't need Iraq that bad to cause this much chaos anyway. It all works out. Maliki is just trying everything he can to save that noose from going around his neck. Oh, well, I don't think that's that's not new as far as his the pressure he's been under, but I uh, I'm just surprised that he's still there. But um, there are better days coming, and I I uh, I think your your thought process certainly is logic. Um, so all uh, that was my my concern because I didn't think the army would be ready. And uh, but that's just my opinion. I don't. How should I know? Um, they say like they're the ready. Yeah, if they're like the Ukrainians, I'll tell you what. Then, then they got a deal. Yeah. All right. Well, and in this case, it may be because the Iraqi citizens want Iran out, and if they can get an RV and have some money. That's even more reason for them to want Iran out of their country. 
Hey, uh, just Ray, so I don't I don't forget happy birthday for next month. Uh, that's in case I do forget. So I just want to ask you. Not only okay. happy birthday greetings, but thanks. <laughs> All right, well, get out of the way and be quiet. Okay. All righty, take it, sir. All right, thank you, sir. 731, Erico, you're on. Good morning, good afternoon. Uh, good just afternoon. Would it be possible if I, for me to have a private conversation with Tony? Off the call. <laughs> we, we we did that Monday, and it turned out to be exactly what I thought it was going to be. I'll leave it up to Tony if he wants to go through that again. No, but we okay. always get those requests. It's important, it's this, it's that, and then it turns out to be just what. Anyway, go ahead, Tony. I'm going to tell you guys what it was, Ray brought up. I did call the guy after the call. Because he said, I didn't want to ask you in front of everybody. And and I understood, can't believe the way it's not. If uh, nobody's donating and the RV happens, would you still let us know? That's what he wanted to know. And I said, absolutely. I'm still going to do that one call regardless. If people donate, don't donate. If we have a call, don't have a call. I will still put that out there. We'll still go uh, from that point. So, is that your concern? No. Oh. Totally unrelated. All right. All right. Ray's going to say I'm setting a bad president, and I know I am, but go ahead and send it to me. Let me see what's going on. All right. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. Ray, I'll call you next. Right. 610, Erico, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man Greetings. NBA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic. Arr, gentlemen, it is another Dynamite day here in the USA and up in the Northeast area here. It is a beautiful, super sunny, 79, warm degrees. Fabulous today. Oh, man. It was great. All right. All right. Long version here, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro. P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders 
That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit or debit card information in the block where you type in your name. After you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. So to donate electronically, again, go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website. Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit or debit card information. In that block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you've typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that send payment key. After you have clicked on that send payment key, wait on that page for a few seconds. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the Blog Talk radio show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember, to do it today, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember... Verification, negotiation, diversification. Protect your principal. KYW, know your worth. And Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh. So I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Tony. All right. We might have lost Ray, but okay. Enjoy, enjoy your summer day. All right. That I will. That I will. All right. Ray, you there? Nope. Hmm. Okay, man. Well, oh wait, maybe here he is. Right? 
Okay, go ahead. Whoever it is, who is this? 972, you're on. Danny in Dallas, I think. Okay, Danny. It's probably you and somebody else, but we'll go ahead. Cause we can't get Ray. Go ahead. I, well, yeah, I'm not sure. So, anyway, uh, maybe he'll come back when he gets uh, done with whatever it is he's doing. All right. Uh, listen, I, I appreciate what you said. I'm a little discouraged about the timeline. And somebody said four years? That must have been somebody else interfering with a call. That, uh, that possibility <laughs> is not encouraging at all. Ooh, Well, listen, but, his uh, didn't say yeah. that to me. So I'm going to about it, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I did hear uh, that the oil is uh, $107.3 per barrel right now. So that, that's staying good. I guess in my mind I'm kind of checking it off. Uh, we don't need to be worried about the, the 30 and the 40 and the $50 stuff anymore. It's a checkoff because we're not going to get out of this, this shortage, this pandemic, this war, and anything else real quick. So I'm assuming that that is the case. Now, you said something the other day, Tony, and it wasn't on this this subject. It was obviously related to it. But did you say that Lebanon had filed for bankruptcy? Yes. The country filed for bankruptcy, wiped out the bank accounts. But that's where most of the Iraqis who stole money that's where they sent it, to Lebanon. That's why it's such a big thing. And uh, CBI, Kazimi, everybody else is telling them, that money is gone. You sent it over there. You're not going to see it anymore. It's gone. And they put an article yesterday telling them, don't even try to look for it because it's gone. And what isn't gone, Lebanon is going to give back to Iraq. All right. That's, that was a confusing part because currency just doesn't go away. They may take it someplace or, or burn it. But, yeah, the, whatever they find in uh, the Iraqi money will be returned to Iraq. Okay. That makes sense now. Okay. Good. Um, I need to tell you a quick story because I know there's other people that want dramatic and specific things coming out of you. Uh, I told you uh, several times about my experience. I used to uh, order dinar online, and then I'd find out when they were going to deliver it, and I would go to that place, and they would bring it to me. Well, that was interesting. Uh, they, after four or five visits, they, they'd look at me and say, what's going on? And I'd explain it to them. And without exception, every one of those guys decided they were going to get involved in the currency. They were UPS drivers, HDLs. Uh, all kinds of different drivers uh, that would come through. And one uh, contacted me the other day, Noel. Hey, buddy, I mentioned your name on on the, the the radio here to all these other people. <laughs> Noel said, "Hey, I I I bought Dinar. I'm retired now, but I'm waiting eagerly." And he didn't hear the story from me. He heard it from one of my good friends that I told immediately about it. But it was just one of those blessings, you know. Uh, we may not ever see each other. We probably live within 50 miles of each other. But just kind of cool to know that spreading the news about this amazing possibility is going to have dramatic and almost uh, undetectable benefits 
in, in our uh, spheres of influence. So I was just really jazzed about that. Now, if we can get it done before four years, that would be really good. If we could get it done before the end of that 40 days, which I think, by the numbers, and 404 would appreciate this, I think it is May the 11th. If it started April 2nd, May the 11th would be 40 days. We want it to happen before that, and I understand. So, um, yeah, okay. Well, that's all I got, and I'm eager to hear the details that you're going to wrap it up with when you say, well, that's all there is, and uh, get ready so you don't have to, or be ready so you don't have to get ready. That's cool. Now, i got to go back to work because I'm still having to pull in a paycheck. Okay, Danny, a couple things. Yes. Um, one of their scholars or lawyers or whatever saying that the 40 days actually starts on March 31st. Now, I thought it started oh. with Ramadan, April the 2nd. Yeah. So, okay. if it did, That's he better. said Ramadan, which is for a month, plus the 10 days yep. of EID. Whichever those ten gotcha. days run out, so okay, we well, add a couple that may days put it, to it. Either way, it's going to be the yeah. second week of May. It sounds like so it that's cool. Be. But here's the greater yeah. thing that you said, and people need to realize, and they will after it over is over, is and once we're enjoying the good life and seeing where we're spreading, we're going to be able to see and hear about how many people's lives we affected just by sharing this information. And I mean, just like you did, you told somebody who told somebody who called you. But he may have told 10 other somebodies who may call you one day and say, man, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be in this. Because it started from you and went down. And we don't know where that chain of effect goes to or comes, but I'm sure afterwards a whole lot of people, not Tony, a whole lot of people are going to get thank yous from a whole lot of people they don't know. Just right, there right you go. now, veterans always get thank you for your service. They're going to find out your history, where you got involved, and people are going to say thank you for passing it along. So I could be involved too. So I'll be the first to I'm, tell you, Danny. Thank you. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is too cool. And and when you when you meet people totally by accident and mistake and find find out that uh, they're they're part of the community, it is so rewarding. Yes. Uh, good good talk there, Tony. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, so, guys, before Ray says anything, which I don't even know if he is, but uh, anybody know about 404, what's going on, get an update? I actually did call her on Monday during the call, but she didn't pick up. I didn't call her, but if we can just get an update from some of you guys who talk to her on a daily basis, let us know, let her know that we're still thinking about her and praying for her and how. And somebody just texted me that, so I want you to know it's not just me. There are other people out there actually thinking about her. All right. Who's next? Right. 720. Uh, good morning, uh, uh, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. Uh, I'm happy to get a chance to talk with you today. 
I had a question that's been bothering me for a couple of weeks now, and um, when the court changed the um, the requirements for the uh, election of the prime minister and the president to more than the 50 plus one, 50 percent plus one to the 75 percent, was a was that legal by the constitution? Because my understanding was that it was not. And if that's the case and the court did that, what's the probability that Maliki, as the first president and having stole all this money, has the courts in his back pocket also? That's my question. Man, you're actually going somewhere you didn't want to go. But I'm going to take you there. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, First of all, yeah, Sadar... And everybody was under the impression, and the Constitution said, that all they needed was plus one. And that was why he was so confident in changing everything, getting rid of Maliki, getting rid of of all the theft and smuggling and everything else, because all he needed was plus one. But when the Supreme or their federal court came out, and said by their determination, it had to be the majority, not just plus one, to vote for the new government. Well, they never worried about that before because they already had it. Your question is, could that guy be in Maliki's pocket? But he's a federal court, so he's not supposed to be. But if we look at our own situation, and now we find out that Supreme Court Justice Thomas, his wife was involved on February 6th. He is the only one who voted not to prosecute or Trump or go through it. Could he be in his pocket? Or could they do what they're not supposed to do? Because they're not supposed to choose sides. They're supposed to just rule on the law itself. So we can't get mad in Iraq when we look at the same thing happening in our very own country, they're supposed to have the highest level of integrity and respect, but that doesn't mean it's always true. People are now saying what the federal court did is why we're in the situation we're in. Right. All the people did it, and they did it all to do what you're saying, balance out things to include everybody in the government where that wasn't really his decision to include everybody. He says he doesn't want to get in politics, but he got involved in politics, include everybody. And it shouldn't have been. If we would have went back to the rules in November, October, how everybody was gearing up for it to be, we wouldn't be here today. There'd be an operational government in Iraq right now. Might not be what Malik is in my life, but there would be a government. We would be going forward. And the price of oil, we probably would have already had an RV. But it is what it is. Yeah, my, my curiosity about this subject was because we know how corrupt uh, the governments in the Middle East are. I mean, they're beyond any understanding of our level of corruption. We have it, but they're just generally 
corrupt overall. And the question becomes one, if the person on the court that made that determination is in Maliki's pocket, that's why we're four months past that decision now and still not making much progress. Well, I agree. But but listen, uh, now they're saying they're not going to get involved from this point on because it's political. It has nothing to do with the law itself. But neither did that. It became political. And we don't know. But, guys, I don't look at them. They're not any different than our government. Our government is corrupt. They just hide it better. They just do it because over there is this front page news and, and they're talking about it and, and everybody can actually see it because they're telling on each other right here they're, they're saying you know in the u.s no we don't do that part we know what's going on that don't mean we expose it to everybody else and they try and clean things up behind closed doors that's the only difference every government has a level of corruption in it making deals, getting paid. They don't necessarily get their own bank accounts padded with cash. Hopefully they make deals for their districts, which is what they're there for. But side deals, business deals, it's all part of it. Their only thing is they're just trying to decide who actually rules the country. Even though they tried to create a democracy, they didn't dot the I's and cross the T's and doing it. Nineteen years later, they're saying, you know, we left some gaps. Now we need to change the laws and fill in those gaps and make it straight, but they can't because the corrupt ones are the ones in charge. They say they want right. to do it, they won't do it. So this is the only chance Iraq has or their best opportunity is with Sadar publicly putting names to it, saying who's corrupt, saying who's trying to follow Iran, publicly saying what he's not going to do, and with Al Kazimi actually putting everything out there, the laws, the rules, changing the borders, doing everything he can do to make that democracy and that way of life real. But they have to get over this one last hump right here before they can then do it. Because after this, it's going to be plus one to change laws, plus those change rules. That's what Maliki is scared of. Also, they'll have no say-so. They can't stop them from doing anything they want to do. And everything they want to do will exclude all the corruption, smuggling, and everything that they have been surviving on. They're going to take out those 27 banks. They're going to shut down that border even more. They're going to name all those corrupt people and then go after them. And that's everything that Iran and the framework do not want to happen. Well, I thank you for that. I, I, I agree with your input from Iran standpoint, uh, and uh, we know how horribly corrupt Maliki is. I, it didn't. Put, I wouldn't put it past him trying to use uh, the wealth that he has stolen uh, to influence the courts, if if the opportunity was there. So that's what I was asking. 
Appreciate your input uh, very much. And, All right. Uh, sorry, sir. My only question. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I just saying that was my only question was to see what you thought about the probability of the court, the, the high court being uh, corrupted by Maliki right. and his his people. Absolutely. Already. Absolutely. Now I don't know about the entire court. It'd be like our entire Supreme Court, but one or two people could influence it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Appreciate your uh, your answers. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. It's time to wrap up. Oh. Okay. All right, guys, once again, we made it to a wonderful Wednesday. Uh, Things are still looking positive, though. That's the whole thing. Every day or every week we look for some new announcements, something moving us a little bit further. If the agreements themselves aren't moving us closer to an end, the days are moving us closer to an end. So I think I told you guys something I got for my birthday. Friend of mine gave me a shirt, and and I loved it because he said, "Tony, this is you, but this is all of us." And it simply says, "Don't count the days; make the days count." I love that because what we should be doing, not counting the end of the 40, 40 days and waiting to see what happens, but make these days in between count. Get more currency if you can, and if you can't. Get ready for when this thing happens. Make these days count. Get more knowledge. Update your plan. Make a plan. But be ready. Be ready so you don't have to get ready. Be ready. Make the days count. That's what I'm doing every day. Reviewing it, reviewing it. What's the first thing I do, second thing I do, third thing I do. And it changes with the price of oil. It changes when I see what's happening in the news that day or what's up and what's down. And let me look at this. But I'm working on it every day so I will be ready. Do that. It's a great opportunity for us as it goes forward. As we know that they are fixing things. They're getting ready to make some changes. We are too. So with that, I'm going to say enjoy your day because that's what I'm going to do. Be super fantastic and share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents, that's it for today's call. We'll be back on Fantastic Usher Friday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. Those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
clouds will move. It's time for you to smile again. Mm. Come on, Sean. I believe my family will get better.
anything else. I believe. Remember this. Your storm is over. I believe. Your rain is gone away. Clouds have moved. I believe. To stop conference recording, press 1. To reach this session is no longer being recorded. Hold on, Ray. Wait, hold on real quick. Let me just tell you guys that um, 404 Hal had a minor setback, but they say he's now uh, continuing on the road to recovery. So they are still going through it, having some issues. So uh, continue prayers or... Appreciate it, guys. So they're still having some issues there. Just to give everybody an update on 404 and how they're going through. All right, Ray, go ahead. All righty. Take care, everyone. That's a wrap. We're out of here.